be glorified because you are Jehovah God, you are Jehovah Jireh, you are the beginning and you are the end, O oh God. Be glorified in heaven, be glorified in the heart, be glorified in this temple, O oh God. Be glorified in the word that we are going to hear this afternoon, God. Be glorified in every father who is standing before you, O oh God. Be glorified in every woman, God. Be glorified, O oh Jehovah, because you are the Lord who is deserved all the glory and all the honor, O oh God. For there is no one like you, O oh Jehovah, Father. As I speak your word this time, I pray, God, you help me as your face, O oh God, to speak your oracles according to your will, O oh King of glory. For I do not have something for myself, but everything comes from you, God. And so I pray you speak to us in a mighty way. For it is in Jesus' name, our Lord and Savior, we do pray. Amen. Amen. Let's get seated. <clears throat> Thank you, Mrs. Weru, for the introduction. Powerful. I thank God for you. I appreciate you. As a, the chair lady of the ladies' ministry, I appreciate all the officials because of what you have done and the, everything that you do in this ministry and even for the planning that you all did. I appreciate all the ladies because God has meant you to do everything. Praise the Lord. I want to thank God for all the fathers in the house. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Amen. First of all, I want to thank God because of our heavenly Father, our God. Praise the Lord, who created each one of us and whom we say is our Father. I want to thank God for my husband, our spiritual father in this, in this house of God. We want to thank God. He has been already recognized. But I want to say we still continue to recognize you because of the position that God has given you. I thank God for every man in the house because the Lord who called you as a reason why he gave you the ministry of fatherhood. Praise the Lord. I am saved. I love the Lord so much as my personal savior. The Lord called me when I was young and as I have always told you, I always desire his guidance and I desire his ways in my life. I may do so many things in this world, but living for my God gives me a lot of satisfaction. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And so today, as we share the word of God, I want to also appreciate, I know in the house, we may be experiencing a lot of feelings even when we talk about fathers. Some of us, maybe their fathers have gone to be with the Lord, like me being one of them. The fathers who gave us, brought us into this world. In those experiences that you may be having, I want you to thank God. Praise the Lord. We may be having other people here who are really rejoicing because of the relationship that they have with their fathers. Continue rejoicing and continue thanking God for that. Maybe you also have questions about your father. Maybe you have questions about the father of your children. I know as we sit here, we are not all experiencing the same. Praise the Lord. But in every situation, 
If there is anything which hurt, let it go. And thank God for what is positive before you. Praise the Lord. Because the Lord we serve is faithful. And he always lives forever in our lives. Today's topic is very unique. It says fatherhood has God's glory. Fatherhood has God's glory. And the fatherhood is a ministry which God himself ordained. It is not a ministry that we put in ourselves. It's not a ministry you put in yourself. You, if you are a father, regardless of how many days you are being a father, I want you to hold it within yourself and know that being a father is a fatherhood. It is a ministry that God has given you. So you may rejoice, so you may know the responsibilities you have, so you may also count it as a preference in your life. Praise the Lord. Can somebody say, Fatherhood has God's glory? Can somebody say, Fatherhood is ordained by God? Can somebody say, Fatherhood has responsibilities? Can somebody say, Fatherhood is a preference from God? Yes, all those. One thing myself, I respect fatherhood. And the reason I respect fatherhood is because I know it is a ministry from God. I'm not a father, I'm a mother. But I respect fatherhood because fatherhood is ordained by God himself. Even motherhood is ordained by God. But allow me today to specialize more on fatherhood because today is Father's Day. Buana asifiwe. And so fatherhood is ordained by God himself. And every man, any man, let me not say every man, because to be a father is a preference from God. Any man can be a father, but not every man can realize this as a priesthood. Not every man can realize this as ordained by God. And not every man can notice this as a duty and ordained ministry, which you have been put in your life by God. One as if you Yes, you can, be a ma- you can be a father, but not every father, this is what God was reminding me, that not every father notices that this is a ministry which has been ordained by God. And God was teaching me, if fathers would know that this is a ministry from God, they would do better. And when they do better, they will change the world. Because one thing a father will do best, when they realize the fire... Fatherhood in them is ordained by God. The first thing which they will want to know is to know the word of God. And after they know the word of God is to walk by the word of God. After they know they walk with the word of God, they will pass that word to the generations that God has blessed them with. Praise the Lord. And after they do that, everything else will follow. If you are a father in the house today, I want you to count yourself blessed. I want you to sit there and count yourself blessed. To be a father is not a must. But it is very important to realize that when God gave you this ministry and this responsibility, he wants you with the children he has given you to have a very close relationship with God himself and to have a very good relationship with your children a very close relationship 
and the hustle to have personal relationship with your children. Bwana asifiwe. Bwana asifiwe. Because it is a responsibility. And that is why the topic says God as we fathers as glory in the Lord. How do they have glory in God? They have glory in God because in the book of John chapter 17 first read do the Bible says and that the glory which you gave me I have given them that they may be one just as as we are one. This was Jesus talking on the glory he has shared to believers not to fathers. And that is why I started by saying those fathers who have known God and you have become believers in the Lord, you carry the glory of God himself. And then in John chapter 17, verse 5, the Bible says, And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. This was Jesus himself. And he remembered the glory which God himself carries. And he says, please God, glorify me with the glory that I had when I was in heaven. And he prayed for all believers. And he said, I shall share that glory with them. So that the responsibility that you have given them, your glory will be seen in that. Hallelujah. Can I hear amen? Fathers, according to the Bible, they are the head of the family. Fathers, they are the head of the family. And the one thing I have watched carefully since I was young, not today, one thing I have watched carefully, those families whose father has known himself as the head of the family, there is a lot of prosperity in those families. Bwana asifiwe. And when I talk about the head of the family, I am talking about that man who knows I am the head of the family, and so I should know the word of God, and I should teach the word of God. So when I talk about head of the family, I don't mean about those other things whereby we say, I am the head of the family, so I control my family the way I want. That is not the father I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Bible says the head of the family, the father who realizes, fatherhood is a ministry which God has given me, and so I have to make sure my family knows the Lord, and I should learn the word as the priest of the home. And after I learn the word as the priest of the home, I share the word to my family. That is the head of the family I'm talking about. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And the fathers are commanded. If you read the book of Exodus, you realize that God commanded Moses as father of nations, as, as leader of Israelites. And he taught them, teach the word of God. And this is extended to you, fathers, because you have that special ministry. So you can do the same. And so, fathers, why do they have glory? Why do you think I say fathers have God's glory? I say fathers have God's glory because God himself is our heavenly father. Praise the Lord. And he shares his name with you. You are the father of your home. He is our heavenly father. Praise the Lord. He shares 
is responsibilities with you. We know God is our protector. And we know God is our provider. And he has given you as the head of the family those responsibilities. As the father, you are the one who should make sure you protect your family in any way, whether physical, emotional, spiritual. You have that calling and that responsibility in your home. And God has delegated this job of protection and this job of provision to you as the father and as the head of the family. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And as I talk about that, I, Mrs. Weru said, sometimes we want women to be very active. And that does not mean we want to take all these responsibilities God has given you. What I will say about that is because sometimes ladies are very active and they never want to sit down when things are going wrong. Are you getting that? Many women will never want to sit down when things are going wrong. And when they see there are particular things God has called you, like teaching the word of God to your children, if they see children not having things which they need to have, if they see something not being done, just what I said, you being the priest of the home, women in most cases, they will not just sit and they will take that. Not because they want to take over, because we are not supposed to take over. Bwana asifiwe. But because they want whatever God has supported, that God has commanded to continue to be done in that home, so the blessings of God may continue in that home. And so what do I tell you, fathers? Don't let that happen. Please, if you are a believer, know you are the priest of the home. And teach the word of God to your children. Maybe you are not told. Do different. If when you are growing up, your father did not have opportunity to teach you the word, take that opportunity and teach your own children. Remember in the book of Isaiah 42, the Bible says, when I say men have glory, I don't mean that you take the glory of God. No. In fact, if you look at the book of Isaiah, chapter 42, verse 8, the Bible says, I am the Lord, that is my name. And my glory will not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. Praise the Lord. So when I say you have glory of, the God, of God, I mean God shares his glory with you. And he shares his responsibilities with you. But everything you do and it comes to accomplishment, you return all the glory to God. Am I making sense? Praise the Lord. You return all the glory to God. And when I was reading this chapter, few things came. God can never give his glory to anyone. This means fathers must know who they are. And when they know who they are, nations will change and the nations will prevail. Homes will change and the homes will prevail. Children will change and the children will prosper. Praise the Lord. If only you can know the preference that God has given you. Men, you are special. It is only that sometimes we don't know who we are before God. But God wants us to realize who we are. So those areas can realize the change. Fathers must sacrifice 
their life for the good of the family. And if there is somebody who can protect his own family, it's the father. Because God is our protector and he has passed that responsibility to you as the father. Do your work and protect your family. There might be so many things that you like to do in the world. If these things protect you from doing the will of God in your life, it is my prayer as I preach the word of God that you realize and you know you have a holy duty. You have a holy duty. A holy duty to accept the calling of fatherhood. Because I said in the beginning, many can be fathers, but not everybody has accepted the responsibility that goes with fatherhood. Bwana asifiwe. Bwana asifiwe. Where we had our first reading, in the book of Proverbs chapter 4, verse 19, the Bible said, Hear, O son, as father instructs, and be attentive that you may gain insight. For I give you good precept. Do not forsake my teachings. When I was a son with my father, tender, the only one in the sight of my mother, he told me and said to me, let your heart hold fast my words. Keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom. Get insight. Do not forget and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. There is a lot to learn in this chapter, but there are a few things I picked from that. And I repeated because sometimes when reading go on, sometimes we may forget what the reading was saying. This reading was talking about the wisdom of God and how the wisdom of God can be passed from generations to generations. And this time, Solomon was pinpointing what Solomon was pinpointing what his father David had instructed. And one of the greatest responsibilities I was learning here is that fathers can encourage their children to be wise. Fathers, just as David did to his son Solomon, you are called to encourage your children to be wise, especially in this world today. There are so many things that distract our children. And sometimes we cry. But you as a father, if you realize that, you have responsibility to be wise, according to the Bible, because the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. When you get that wisdom, you, the only very important thing you can pass to your children today is to help them to be wise. And you can help them to be wise by also directing them to the word of God. In this chapter, Solomon tells, his fa- tells how his father encouraged him to be wise and to have wisdom so that he can be able to lead with the, with the word of God. And in fact, if you read that chapter, it is so encouraging. Solomon talked with a lot of power because he knew the difference his father had meant in his life. Because when you go to First Kings, you realize this is what Solomon said. David said to Solomon, Now the days of David drew near that he should die. And he charged Solomon his son and said, I go away of all the earth. Be strong, therefore, and prove yourself a man. That was his father telling his son. 
prove yourself a man. Because he knew this world is so hard. And he knew his son is not going to make it without him instructing him. And then I was thinking about ourselves. You fathers. I said I'm not a father. I'm, I'm, I'm humble when I stand before you. But you fathers, this is what the Bible is reminding us. How many times we instruct our children. Because this is what David decided. I am going to leave this world. But I want to leave my son with this instruction. And he told him, be courageous and have wisdom because you can be able to prove yourself as you lead people as man in this. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And so wisdom can be passed by parents from one generation to another after we realize and after we know the word of God. If our children are wise, when Nelly was praying in front here after they sang, she prayed about children who are getting lost there. She prayed about how our children are suffering in drunks. She prayed. I don't know if you listened to the prayer that they prayed after they sang praise and worship. I listened carefully to that prayer and it had very strong words. And she remembered those children who have not gotten the opportunity to experience the teachings and they have never had those teachings in themselves. And so they have turned into other ways. And so... If fathers, we can have that responsibility and know, I am so special as a father. I have a ministry of fatherhood. I have a free friend as a father. And God has, needs me to instruct my children. Then you will do that. And God will bless your children. I have done a little bit of research which I want to share with you. And this research is showing how kids respond to those fathers who are supportive, to those fathers who are affectionate, and to those fathers who are always involved in the things they are doing every day. And this is what I found, and I will relate it also to the word of God as I finish there down. What I found, uh, I can't share the whole research the way I found, but I want to share important points that I got, and they encouraged me, and I thought, and had, I had a specific insight on what us fathers, you fathers, we can do to bring a change in this nation. Because the Bible says, with you realizing the priesthood in you, with you realizing you are the head of the family, with you realizing the responsibilities that you have as a father, you can make a difference in this world and in nations. And so this is what happens when you realize all this, according to other, th other, other readings I had. Fathers who are affectionate and supportive and involved with their children, they contribute a lot with their cognition, with their language, and also with their social development. You affect your children in those areas. The children, in most cases, who have supportive parents affectionate fathers and involved fathers, in most cases, they do very well in their academic work. And they also have a very strong inner core resource. At the same time, their sense of well-being and self-esteem develops. Not always, but in most cases. Praise the Lord. This tells me, you fathers, you are very, very, very important. You are very important in the life of your child. And then something else I was learning was that fathers also influence other future relationships in their children. Their children, 
For example, your child's primary relationship, like their friends, their future spouses, can be affected by how you relate with your own children. Am I right? Am I wrong? Am I right? Am I wrong? Yes. How you relate with your children can affect their future relationships with friends and also their future spouses. Girls, they tend to look for men who hold patterns and the characteristics of their father. And if those characteristics they like, they will look for men who has the same in most cases. Boys, on the other hand, they want to hear the positive comments you as a father make to them. And they will look for their father's approval in many areas of their life. In everything they do, they want to hear what you say as a father. And if you can recognize the difference you can make to your son by just giving them advices and approval on the many things they can do, then you can make a lot of differences in their life. So, if you stay away from your boys, that is your sons, you are denying them a lot. If you stay away from your girls, your daughters, you are denying, denying them a lot. So when you realize all these things, the best thing is to do. You know, Sisi Tulelelewa, Africa. And I remember girls, we didn't have that emotional, so close relationship. If it is your father, we never used to hug. Me, sikuana hug, babayangu. But I was shaking the hand. And if you are able to give them hug, it's okay. It makes a lot of difference in a child if you become supportive, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Be there for them emotionally. Be there for them physically. Be there for them spiritually. I remember one time when we came here, I stayed for a long time before we went home. And I went home with my children. Uh, pastor gave me permission because I really wanted to go home. And I went with the children 2009 after we had stayed five years. And when I met with my dad, I wanted to hug him and I have never hugged him before. But he was not used to that. So he just stepped and gave me a, a very big shake. But for me inside, I wanted to... To do what? To give a hug. But because culture in Africa is different, I never received that. But I was okay. But inside I was like, I wish my dad would just do away with this culture, all this, and just give me a hug. Because I had missed him a lot. And then 2013, we went home again. And when we went home, he was sick. And when he was sick, I tried to be close to him. And then after we came back here, 2015, he passed on. And every time I remember him, because my dad loved me, my husband knows it. He loved me so much. So every time I remember him, I remember that hug I wanted to give him. So whatever your children need, give them. Praise the Lord. Because they need it because of the love and the feeling within themselves that they have for, for, they have for you. And so the good news is, 
Maybe you went through hard times when you were growing up. And maybe you did not have very close relationship with your father. And maybe the experiences you have gone through have shaped you in a different way. Maybe you had done these things you didn't know. And those experiences are in you. And you are passing them to your children. Just because you did not connect with your father very well, you will find it's the same thing you are doing to your children. I want to remind you, you can break that chain. Amen? You can break that chain. Because the Bible says, and that is what I say, the good news is that you, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. The experiences that we have gone through when we are young, they should not define who we are. The Bible says we can be delivered in any experience we have gone through. And if maybe your father was a drunkard and you didn't like it, and you also find yourself doing it, you should not stay there. You can move on and become a different father. If your father was not close to you, you should not pass that to your children. You should make a difference. Praise the Lord. If your father was so close to you, like my father, he was, he loved me, and I, I over-obeyed my dad. Today you want to check on my siblings, now I'm being, me, I think I'm blessed so much because of the way I obeyed my father. I obeyed my father with everything until some things I sit and I love myself. He told me this and I did this. I did it, but you know, because I knew my father is everything and I obeyed him. And I know because of obeying, children who are here, obey your, children, your fathers and you will be able to experience that. So it doesn't matter what you have gone through. I want you to know that can go and a new can come. And that new of knowing the word of God and realizing the priesthood calling that you have, you can pass to your own children. I will finish with the reading that we had last. I will not read it, but I will say this reading was talking about, we did not read the areas that I'm going to share. But in the book of Luke chapter 15, it talks about the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son. And there are few points I picked from this chapter. When you look at the two preceding stories of the lost sheep and the lost coin, the seekers of those coins and those sheep, they looked for the coin and the sheep, but they could not return themselves. This coin would not bring themselves. The sheep would not bring themselves, but they had to look for them. When you look in this story, the father did not look for his son. But he watched and watched and watched. Because he was dealing with a human with his own will. But he was ready to greet his son when he returned. In the same way, God loves us constantly. And is welcoming us into his calling of knowing him. He has given you opportunity to be a father. Maybe you are lost and you, you have not done it the way you need to do. You can still realize 
this priesthood that God has called you, this fatherhood that God has called you, this responsibility that God has called you, and you can come back to the Lord and know the word of God. Because if there is a father I know who can impact his children is the father who knows God. It is very hard for us to make the children God wants without knowing the word of God. So like the father in this story, God is waiting patiently for us to come to our senses and return to him. And then there is something I want all of us, not only fathers, to realize. This ship in this story was lost because of its foolishness and it wandered away. Sometimes, maybe your children are gone. And wherever they are, they are doing things you don't like as a father. And they are not lost because you didn't teach them. They are not lost or they have not gone because you, have not, you did not instruct them. But they are gone because they have realized, they have experienced some foolishness in them and they have gone. They can still come, watch, and watch in a prayerful way, they can come back to you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The coin was lost through no fault of its own. The coin did not have any fault, but it got lost. There are our children who are lost. They are drinking alcohol. They have taken drugs, the ones praise and the worship prayed for. They are not wise, and it is not their fault. It is because the experiences they have experienced in their home have shaped them to be who they are. It is indeed their fault. You can still come back to yourself and see where you have gone wrong and call your kids home through prayer and through the word of God. Praise the Lord. The son left because he was selfish. He saw the richness of his father. And so he got lost. He thought I would be better if he just give me everything of mine. And so he was selfish and he got everything and went away. He didn't know the devil was waiting to make him stranger everything and finish everything. But when he was to come back, his father was still ready to receive him. So in case your child has taken any direction just because of foolishness or because of not knowing God or because it is not their fault because you didn't teach them or because they found that you had a lot and you have given them and they want to be alone and they just want you to leave them alone time will come and all these children will return to you provided we can be able to realize the ministry of fatherhood in our lives as fathers, the ministry, the preference that we have, the calling that you have, and the reward. The first that Pastor read was like the men and the fathers who have children. These are rewards from God. They are blessings from God. They are responsibilities from God. So don't be discouraged. They will come back home. Can I hear amen? They will come back home, provided you are faithful and you know who you are as a child of God. The Lord will surround them wherever they are. 
The Lord will remind them the word you have told them. The Lord will remind them the spiritual connection you had with them. The Lord will remind them the support and the involvement you had with them. And they will come back home. Because the Lord is faithful. Let us stand up and pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I want to thank you for the opportunity to speak your word the way you have given me, O God. I want to thank you for this time, and I want to thank you because you have spoken to us the way you want. Fathers have glory. Fathers carry privilege. Fathers carry responsibility. Fathers are the head of our home. Fathers are the priests of the home. And God, you can make them the way you want because you are the Lord. You created them, and when they were in their father's, their mother's womb, God, you knew this ministry was to be with them. And even those who have not become fathers yet, and they are waiting to be fathers, may you give them the wisdom that you gave to David, that he realized before I leave this world, I need to instruct my son Solomon so he can have the wisdom he need to be able to live in this world. So God, we thank you for giving us the opportunity to share your holy word. And thank you for the holy duty that you have given them. We honor you for them. We appreciate each one of them. And God, we thank you because they are so much responsible to change our homes, to change the community, and to change nations as a whole. We thank you, we honor you, and we adore you. In Jesus' name, our Lord and Savior, we do pray. God bless you so much.